The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. I think this is great. It's uh, it's May 1st, right? May 1st. Aren't you supposed to say rabbit three times on the no, first day of the month? Rabbit, rabbit is the thing. It was a, it was a Nickelodeon twice. thing. Isn't, is, isn't that like Candyman? If you say something, then he comes and tries to get you. If you look in the mirror and say something three okay. times like rabbit. Sure. Like, what do you think would happen if you talked to Tori in the mirror? He would just say, hit it. Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Number 136. 136, as in. What is that, as in? The 136th player taken in the 2022 NFL draft. Uh, Do you know who this is? Who would that be? The 136th player taken in the draft this year is Cordell Volson. From? From? North Dakota State, Ooh. the Thundering Herd. I think that's what Carson, Carson Wentz is from. Oh, really? Huh? And, and, and who, 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 what's, what, 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 what team is he going to? The Bengals got him. The Bengals. I hope Elliot's happy. And, you know, he, he can play right or left tackle. Oh, he's a lineman. Do you know where North, North Dakota State is located? Um, no. Where is it? <laughs> North Dakota State is located in Fargo, Fargo. North Dakota. You know the funny looking fella? <laughs> I think he's the coach Don't you up know? there. Don't you know? And North Dakota State is in the FCS. That's the... It used to be called Division One Double A. Oh, okay. So, so they're just a touchdown, but good no, for him. But North Dakota State's like they're they're perennial like a winning. Oh, they're, they're always right. in that championship yeah, yeah, yeah. game. Now, Neil, let's uh, let's move on here. I think we need to mention this. What's that? That this July, everyone's going to need to buy a Frederick magazine. Yes. We had the privilege of being interviewed very for exciting. Frederick magazine this it's past week. Very exciting. So. The the big takeaway is uh, we enjoy talking to Lisa. Yeah, she called Lisa us Gregory. Lisa Gregory, the author. So the writer. yeah, we can't wait to see what happens with it. If it's a hit job, yeah, we, I mean, I, th- I think the chemistry between the three of us was was, was off the charts. Was great. And I mean, uh, maybe Jeff, look out. All, all I gotta say is she mentioned that Neil, you and I, yes. besides being genuine, uh-huh. we're adorable. I know. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm blushing. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, all right, let's get uh, to today in and, history. And we'll remind people about that as, as we get oh, closer. constantly. <laughs> exactly. This is a big break, Scotty. It is. It's going to break. <laughs> now we're going to be huge, Neil. This is it. In 1931. Hooray for Hollywood. <laughs> in 1931. 1931. Your Empire State Building opens in New York oh, really? City. How about that? When did King Kong climb it? 1933. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, in 1939. 39. Okay. The Batman first appears in Detective Comics number 27. Wow. Have you seen the new Batman movie? I have not. Have you? Yes. Now, I, I did go to work this week, and Storm and Norman, who's my uh, trash guy. Yeah. Um, he's a big... I'm glad I'm back, so I can get the, I can get I can get the I'll talk a little bit about it a little later. But he he said he liked it. Yeah, I, I it's 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 a little long, like I've said before, but I enjoyed. It's it. exactly it's what Stormy Norman said. <laughs> it, was, it was good. And then in 1952, 
Mr. Potato Head was introduced oh, that's great. to the market. 1952. Who didn't have a Mr. Potato Head? Oh, we had one. Up? We but, had a couple. Oh, yeah. Our but I mean, kids I, had a couple. I, I, but all the parts were on the bottom of the toy. You'd thing. always <laughs> lose an ear or some lips right. or something. Right, exactly. But I wonder what happened today in music history, Neil. Well, Scotty, in 1967, Elvis Presley. A year before I was born. 32-year-old Elvis Presley married 21-year-old Priscilla Buluya, a girl he first met in 1959 when she was just 14 years old. When Elvis got out of the Army in 1960, Biula moved into the singer's Graceland mansion with her family's blessing. The wedding ceremony took place at the Aladdin Hotel in Las Vegas, and although the marriage lasted... Oh, Lysis was only $15. The wedding cake cost $3,500. And the couple divorced after five years of marriage in October 9th, 1973. Oh, really? Priscilla. Priscilla. Priscilla, come here. Come here, baby. 1967, 32 years old. I I thought you would have went with... Again. Whose gig is this? (laughs) Bianca Jagger getting a divorce from Mick Jagger on the same... Well, in 1978, they got divorced. So it was the same date, different year that right. these uh, divorces happened. They got married, Elvis Presley. Oh, they got married. Okay, I'm always yes. about that. I'm always about the you know the uh, the hallmark thing. And right? I always seem to bring up the divorce thing. That's, I know, that's but just why? Horrible. Why do you second guess what I'm? You, do you like say, oh, Neil's going to do this or that? Is that what you're thinking? Uh, I try to. I try not to think. Yeah, better. Uh, if I, <laughs> this is my space, Scruffy. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's today in history. With a little pressure. A little 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 tension, I should say. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do something we haven't done in a few years. What's that? Because of that silly old pandemic yeah, thing. Yes. Well, guess what? Movie theaters have been open for a while. I know. And it's going to be another big summer movie season. I think this is gonna be the first the biggest. Real, and this real weekend coming up is, is is the kickoff. It's the kickoff this weekend. So Neil and I are going to go through maybe about a dozen movies. We're going to basically review them before they've come out. And have maybe have no context of them all at all. Or no, And if we don't have context, we're still going to review the movie. Sure, why not? But because that's what we do. And we're going to do it, and it's going to be great, right? Yeah, the crowd's into it. Neil, let's kick things off with this first movie. Right, this, this is the big, uh, the big one. May 6th. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's madness. Right now, so this is this is uh we we love um what's his name Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. He's good, and technically this is the second Doctor Strange right. movie. He's been in Avengers movies right. and pops up all in the MCU. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The Spider-Man kind of set this up a little bit, man. Is that correct? Right, exactly. With the uh, multiverse and people coming through from different universes uh, yeah, my, uh, into one. So there's going to be a lot in this movie. I, I'm not going to see it because I have no idea what's going on. I, I can't wait to see what. Now you go. Have you bought your ticket yet? I have not. Usually I have. Them I know. Now. Are you gonna go? Are you gonna I'm, go I'm on Thursday? S- are you gonna go Friday or? Saturday or Sunday? I, see, I don't know. I, I got to rally the troops and figure out when I'm going to go see this. Okay. Will, but, you, will but, you be putting ketchup on your popcorn? Absolutely not. Oh, gross. But I'm interested to see what other prior Marvel characters they bring into this mm-hmm. multiverse. Because as you know... Is there a good buzz about this? People are waiting for this, right? This I, is, this is highly anticipated. Is that correct? It is. And Sam Raimi, I don't know if... Who? Sam Raimi, the director, he okay. did Evil Dead oh, sure. movies and the original Spider-Man uh-huh. movie. Very good director. Uh, it was supposed to bring a little horror element to this, so I can't wait to see what that's all okay. about. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a, a yes. I probably will not see this, and probably will. I need to see the Spidey bit before this one, so I haven't seen the Spidey yet. Yeah, yeah, see the Spidey. It's good. <laughs> all right, Neil. Our next movie, I think, is more in your wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. 
May 20th, it's Downton Abbey, Abbey, A New Era. A new era. Does that mean they're they're going from when the no? They're not, there's no new era. It's, it's like starts in 1927. It's like the, the, the oh, not the 80s. It's like I it's, they it's were like, jumping to the right, 80s. I mean, the whole. I mean, I look. I know. Once again, I've been. All, I've been. I was on the show. Mm-hmm. The movie, the, the original movie that was out last year. I've seen it all. I like it. All. I love how, it all. How, how was that movie? Because I heard it was kind of mixed. Well, it was great because you got to see things wrap up. You got, you know, it was nice. You know, okay. Was, so, so they wrapped up plot threads right, from the show. Right, okay. Right. Yeah, so, so there's payoff. Yeah, and it was fine. I like. It. Plus, I love the character. I'm going to watch this also, but not in the theater. But here's the premise. Here's the premise. Following the TV series and 2019 spinoff film *Doubt Navi*, which is set in 1927, centers on the visit of King George the Fifth and Queen Mary to Downton. So the queen and qu- the king and queen are coming to their their, okay, their so, hamlets, and, and that kicks in the new era. Like, like are there new staff at Downton Abbey? No, I well, I'm on? sure. And by by the way, I look, I looked at you know, I, I did my crack research. It's the same people. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it. Listen, I, I'm yeah, I'm sucked. At, I love these period pieces, but but not in the theater. You're not gonna throw your money at this and go out no, and get the corn. No, right. there's no reason to do that. <laughs> no reason. Save at all. your money, people. I'm going to say that tops out at $40 million. All right. All right, Neil. So that's Downton Abbey, A New Era. We have another one, May 27th. Yes. I'm looking forward to this. And I, I know you are. Top Gun Maverick. Now, all everybody's coming back for this also, right? Yes. All Well, except for Goose, because, spoiler alert, he died in the first oh, really? Top Gun. I didn't Gun, know that. Way <laughs> back in 1986. 86. That huh? was Anthony Edwards' character. Yes. Remember he was on I know. Right? I mean, he, he was he was going to play you in, 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 the, in, the early, in the early Obama videos. He was playing you, right? He, he was. And now, now we have to pull in somebody else. Have you seen him lately? He's he's aged nicely, Scotty. Oh, has he? Oh, <laughs> he's some in, he's say like, I have too, Neil. He's in like Lord Orders and stuff like that. You know, you can see him in those things. You may continue. But the big thing about Top Gun Maverick is, like you said, they're bringing back a bunch of the original cast. Right. Apparently, Tom Crazy Tom Cruise is doing more of those stunts in the camera, oh, so- which I love, like he does in Mission Impossible. Yes, yeah. He always does one or two crazy things, which I love to see. Love his commitment. You're a big Tom Cruise fan. I know that. I, I like him, yeah. He uh, doesn't bother me. I don't really... I'm not goo goo over him. Just 36 years later, they're why, doing yeah, a why, sequel. Why not? Yeah. I mean, why should they have an original idea? That could be a theme of this podcast. Well, I think for any movie madness from here on out, at least three quarters of these movies are just sequels or continuations, right? Now, was Jennifer Connelly, she was the girlfriend for him in, in the movie? or, or? No, no. That was... Um, I was going to say Allie McBeal. Oh. Allie, Allie McGraw. Allie McGraw. Okay. No, not Allie McGraw. Meg Ryan? No, no, no. She was Goose's wife. Oh. It's it's the other one who was in Witness with Harrison Ford. Oh, well, not. <laughs> well, we'll look it up at the break and tell you afterwards, maybe or we won't. <laughs> and right now, somebody is screaming uh, the actress's name. I'm sure Jody is. But this movie, Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. is probably the only movie this summer that I will consider seeing in the IMAX. Oh, on the big course. screen, oh, you know, the, I you know with the jet fighters yeah, going, it's it's yeah, really I, cool. Uh, yeah. This, I think this is the definition of the popcorn movie, right? There's enough plot and there's enough action going on. Over $100 million? Easily. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I say. 200 Worldwide or domestic? Domestic. 
<laughs> Domestic over 200? I'd say, yeah, that's okay. definitely within reach. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. The Top Gun. Maverick. I will not see this. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no, right. I, I, didn't see, I, don't, I don't even think I saw the first one. <laughs> really? I don't think I did. You haven't seen the first Top Gun? <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, let's move on to another movie that's nowhere near your wheelhouse, Jurassic World Dominion. So, Neil, this is the third movie in the Jurassic World series. Right. I, I looked this up. I, I'm so, so it's uh, Christopher Pratt, one of the Chris's. Right. And once again, the same well, cast. <laughs> the same cast. Oh, and Bryce Dallas Howard is yes, in this. Yes, I like her. So, right, and she's a great director on the Mandalorian and Star Wars oh, really? shows. Did not know that. Very good. Right, the chip off the old block, then, huh? Yeah, she's good. But it does bring back original cast members from the Jurassic Parks from the nineties. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, he, he's, he's got, he's got, he's got, he's got to stop, you know, Jeff <laughs> Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, he's everywhere. He is so. He would probably come on our podcast just on a lark, don't you think? <laughs> just to talk. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, why not? Uh, Jeff Goldblum. I thought you were going to go to a Goldblum. Uh, uh, um, I'd, I'd have to warm up a lot okay. to get to a Goldblum. But this is the first Jurassic Park movie since the original in yeah. 1993. I did see that. Where the plot is what I've wanted to see. Yes. Dinosaurs living in the wild throughout North America. They teased that in the first one, the second, the third, the fourth, fifth. Now they're finally getting to it. Like all the other stuff was whatever. Right. Now but this, this is, is cool. The, I, I hope it pays off. This is where they, the, where Earthlings and Dinosaurs should live in the land together. That's that's the theme here. Is that, is yeah. That correct? Can they? Who knows? Who knows? We'll have to see. But, you know, once again, I'll buy a big bag of corn and watch it. I will. May, I, I, I did like the Jurassic Parks. Maybe. This is a maybe. I really think, you know, Spielberg did a good job with the first movie. Yes, yeah, sure. But he, but he Spielberg did a little too much. If you ever read the book, this- Michael Creighton, right? It, Creighton. Michael Crichton. It really should have been a rated R movie. Oh, with, really? With a little bit darker theme in it. Uh -huh. Just it begs for that, but still a great movie. Mm -hmm. Still a great movie. Still like it. All right, Neil, let's do one more movie before the break. June 17th, the Pixar animated film Lightyear. Oh, Another sequel. <laughs> Another sequel to the Toy Story franchise. Uh -huh. And once again, Chris Evans. Another Chris yes. in a summer movie. Yeah. You know what? We should do a Mart of Chris's. Okay. I'm not sure I know who Chris Evans is, but he's a- uh, Captain he's, America. Oh, sure. But he's, he's voicing he, Lightyear, Lightyear. Which is Buzz Lightyear. But a young Buzz Lightyear. Well, a real life Buzz Lightyear. So in the Toy Story movies, you know, Andy's toys were Woody- Right. And then he kind of put Woody aside for the new Buzz Lightyear yeah, sure. action figure. Right, right, right. And, th and the way this is described, the movie Lightyear is, this is a movie that maybe Andy from Toy Story, the boy from Toy Story, mm -hmm. would have seen in the theater and then said, hey, mom, I want a Buzz Lightyear action figure. Oh. That's what they've said. So it'd be, it'd be like Scott saw Star Wars <coughs> as a kid, and then he bought a Luke Skywalker action figure. Got it. So I'm curious to see this. I don't know if this is theater material for me, though. Uh, okay. No, with Pixar's quality stuff. Always quality. Yeah, Always I, I, I might go see this movie. At least and I like like the Pixar's. Well, now you might go see it. Now I feel like I should if you're No, 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 no. I mean, but no, it's okay. Sorry, don't worry. <laughs> I like Pixar's. Neil, let's uh, take a break, refresh the drinks, and when we come back, we're going to do some, some listener feedback and talk some more movies. Mm. Tormund and Neighbor Jeff don't play by the rules. They catch bad guys any way they can. 
not mount neighbor jeff you are too close to this case i have been your superior officer for a long time but you made this too easy for me turn in your badges but we have to avenge the brutal murder of our cousin neil plus little snacky's kidnappers haven't made contact yet shows what little your buffoons know we just received this audio message from the kidnappers please help me i've been kidnapped but i'm still ever so adorable I brutally murdered cousin Neil, and now I have Lil Snacky. Meet me at the flagpole at midnight with one billion dollars. Where are we gonna get that kind of money? I spent all the department's kidnapping funds on peanut butter crunch snack cakes. Tormund! You are both suspended. You are off the case. Now get out of my sight, you two chowderheads. Get ready for edge of your seat thrill a minute action. I don't care what Suchita says. We're going to serve up some OCB justice. But neighbor Jeff, Suchita sidelined us. There's nothing we can do to avenge the brutal murder of cousin Neil and find little Snacky before the deadline. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. Tormond and neighbor Jeff star in OCB Justice. Premiering the same day in theaters and on the OCB video streaming app. Subscribers of the OCB video streaming app can upgrade to the premiere tier for an extra $3.95 to access behind the scenes bonus content for this motion picture. Neil, do you think we could get a movie theater to just close down and show us the movies like Cisco and Neil? Exactly. Private screenings. Just you and me in there. That'd be nice. I used to, we're both movie ushers. We've had that before. And, and I think they should respect that. Exactly. We were in the business. And, and do that for us. So. Exactly. We were in the business. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. Listen. We're available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Well, Scotty, you ready for our toilet joke of the week? Am I? This is a good one. Here we go. What do you call a person who farts creatively? I don't know, Neil. What do you call a person who farts creatively? A fartist. <laughs> now, that's that's not bad. I thought um, maybe Kelly wrote that and she would say, Scott. But <laughs> we'll see. Not bad. I, I, would, I would give that a nut. I would give that Good. a lumpy. <laughs> Not bad, buddy. Not bad, buddy. Neil, let's get into some listener feedback. Listener feedback. What do you think about that, huh? Huh? That's what's happening in the OC podcast listener world. Neil, I know this is hard for me to say and probably hard for you to hear, but I was um, I was wrong. What? <laughs> Last week, I gave credit to big sister Jody as to dunking the Oreos and oj and saying she was pleasantly surprised right this was on a thread that on facebook that jody started but it was actually my offspring rory oh who said that they tried oreos and oj and were pleasantly surprised so i stand corrected i apologize to everyone okay. for all the hurt I know. and angst that this has caused but keep listening to the podcast are, are you want to you doing an apology tour and stuff like that or do you need to eat? oh no i'm done with that done, it's, yeah, it, like rafiki said that's in the past now okay. i'm over it i'm okay. done all right and but, but, so to rory i'll give, i'll give her the the uh, the advice i gave to big city big sis jody last week dunk the chips ahoy into the orange oh, juice that, that just <laughs> also tormond well, who's, well, who's a friend of oh, the yeah, show sure. and the uh commercials he loves the drink picklebacks remember it's yeah, a yeah, shot yeah, of yeah, bourbon yeah, yeah, and then yeah. pickle juice he was surprised we didn't like it but he apparently does this and he says 
There are pickle juice makers out there that make specialty pickle juices just for this shot. Yeah, let, let them keep it. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is spicy cherry pepper pickle juice. Ooh. That sounds like a lot mm. going on in there, mm. but still, I don't think I would like that. And uh, my favorite sister-in-law, Laura, yeah. said that some places, after you do the shot of bourbon, you do the shot of pickle juice, they give you a beer as a chaser. Okay. And it's supposed to taste like a hot dog. Okay. Now, would we go through this again to see if it tasted like a hot dog? Of course. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> see, I was thinking maybe we'd think about it and ponder it, but... You're right. You know what is it? It's, it's bourbon, beer, and pickle juice in the middle. How and bad can it be? <laughs> well, it, it wasn't was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. It, you know, it I was, was it was a pretty bad. But but pretty but, but, but I, not, I'm not. I mean, Kelly, you've done a great job, and thanks for bringing the idea. But I mean, I don't know how. What was that pickle juice from? Is like you know, you know, maybe you need special pickle juice, or you know, <laughs> maybe some neighbor Jeff. Garden-grown pickle oh, juice. You know, that, that, that would be entered into the Great <laughs> Frederick Fair. I hope everybody is uh, getting their items ready for the Great Frederick Fair. It's only a few months it's away. coming up real soon. Yes, it is. So. It'll be here before you know it. So, yeah, I have. Are you, are you done with your feedback? Well, I, I got one more from okay. Big Sister Jody before we get into Big Sister Deborah. <laughs> Uh, Fix it. Once again, Jody corrected me. I said for our vowels, our mart of vowels. Yeah. That silent E song, you know, who can turn a man into a main. Right, 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 right. I, I, I said it was from Schoolhouse Rock. Incorrect. It is from the Electric Company. Right. Okay. Are you having flashbacks of youth where Jody, Big Sis Jody is corrected you all the time? Me all the time. Just no, do this. Stop it. Do that. No, you're not doing it right. Come on, Scott. Who can turn a cap into a cape, Neil? That's silent E. That, that's silent. There you go. All right. What, what does uh, Big Sister Deborah have to say? Um, well, she was a little taken back by the uh, Diane Warwick Bacharach uh, comment. Dion Warwick. Right. I mean, now I would. I am. I, I agree with that. But I. She did remind us that Elvis Costello has done some work with Burt Bacharach over in the oh, 90s. Oh, yeah, from, even in an Austin Powers Austin movie. Austin Powers movie, but also he has the album called Painted for Memory from 1998 that was inspired by the movie um, Grace of My Heart. Now, it's a, it's, it's, it's like a, it's kind of a story. The movie's a great movie. It's kind of like a Carol King story. But anyway, Elvis Costello and Burt Bacharach, all these songs. Beautiful songs, beautiful movie. Go see it. Album, the album is is phenomenal. So I, 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 Elvis Costello, I got to give him his due with Burt Bacharach, and it it just it's really nice. I still think Dion. No, I'm not taking away from her. I'm just saying that there are there are other avenues for for, uh, for, for Elvis. I mean for uh, for Burt. In addition to that, um, yes. Oh, sorry, little sis Linda. <laughs> Linder. I I don't know who Linda is, but I know Linder. I don't. I don't like the little sis, big sis stuff. I can't do that. No, you don't like it. Okay, <laughs> it's just not flowing off the tongue for me. <laughs> well, nothing does for you, Neil. But it's it's go ahead. True point. Anyway, want to know like the I before E thing and the vowels <sighs> and the marts? Yeah, my name is. You, you have an E before I. Yeah, I do. I'm I'm I'm, I'm breaking a rule every day of my way, life. I'm breaking the rule. Every, I'm breaking rules every day of my life. That's right on my right on my. And wheel you houses. have been ever since you were born, Neil. <laughs> exactly. That's the way you are. Don't ever change. So thank you for listening to feedback. All right, Neil, let's get back into this week's oh, yeah. topic of... We'll go back to the movie. Movie madness. <laughs> Neil, now this next movie that we're going to get to June 24th, I think we're both going to see this. Yeah. At some point, anyway. It is Elvis. 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 Not, not Elvis Costello. It's Elvis Presley. I understand that. Um, now, but by the way, 
had an Elvis tie-in earlier. That's why we picked the Elvis. Um, there you go. Married, but this movie is direct. This biopic, right? Which I like saying biopic, bio is directed by Baz Luhrmann, who directed Moulin Rouge. I don't know, fifteen some years ago. He's done. He's directed some other things too. That good I director, kind of out there though. It's really this is not your. Um, it looks a little dreamlike. This, well, that's his thing. It's, it's, this is not. This is not like your. Um, like my mother wouldn't like. Not, Lisa might not like this movie because it's. He's very um, avant-garde. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey. Scruffy, call 911. Neil may have just heard himself saying avant-garde. Who plays Colonel Tom Parker in this movie? Tom Hanks. Tom Hank. Right. Yes. So he's in it. And I don't know if I'm going to like his shtick as uh, basically Forrest Gump managing Elvis Presley. That might actually be a better movie. Mm Worst gum doing that. But but the guy playing Elvis, Elvis right, is Austin Butler. And what do we know him from? Uh he's been here and there on episodic TV. Nothing much, but he kind of looks like an Elvis Barbie doll. To okay. Me. Like the makeup they have on him and the way he looks. Now, and and playing Elvis from young Elvis, just making it to old Elvis, you, you know, with yeah, uh, 40 I, pounds of chalky substance in his colon, Elvis. That's that's going to be a hard. I don't switch. think. I think. I think it goes from beginning till he becomes famous, and then then it, then it then bows off. The, the, oh, I don't. Ma- know. I saw something from the comeback special oh, really? in there. Oh, okay. So I don't. I don't know. We're going to have to go see this. Who's playing Anne Margaret? They got to have somebody playing Anne Margaret I, in this. I, I because know. Viva Las Vegas is Elvis's best movie, hands down. Fight me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you scared me. I'm not going to okay. fight you. <laughs> All right. So that's Elvis. I'm looking forward to it. June 24th. On July 1st. So this is going to be the 4th of July movie okay, for the all the weekend. kiddies out right. there. It is Minions, The Rise of Gru. Now, Neil, I have never seen any of the Despicable Me or Minions oh, movies. We've at seen all. all these. These are in our wheelhouse. Lisa loves these. And you know what? I keep hearing that from people like Scott. You gotta watch at least one because they're good. And I was like, I just haven't. And okay, I don't know. I'm not judging. How many things that I don't watch? It's great. It's okay. <laughs> I got you on this one. No, I. I feel I, like, I'm covering us on this for you. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I I'm got missing something. No, it's fine. Uh, you've you've okay. seen it before. I got it. It's like <laughs> they're cute. They're nice. It's like a million little things running around. You don't need to see it. It's fine. <laughs> I'll watch it for you and it'll be fine. Good, good. Okay, good. Because that frees me up for July 8th, Neil. Oh, good. Which is Thor. Love and Thunder. Now, you'll watch that for me. <laughs> exactly. See, this is where we cover each other. Yin and yang. Here we go. Neil, it's another MCU movie. This is the fourth Thor movie and the second one directed by Taka Watiti. Now, Thor- which you, you like him I as do. a director. I do. Yeah, so he brings that goofy humor yeah, to it, sure. which may have been a little much in the last Thor, but now who's who's playing Thor in this game? This one, Chris Hemsworth. Now this is right in Kelly's wheelhouse, right? It is because in the last Avengers movie, Thor packed on a few pounds, really, for comedic effect. Did not care for that, so he works out. He gets back to Thor, looking like Thor. Oh, which which I'm glad because <laughs> he's ripped. And they're also going to bring in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Because at, at the end of the last Avengers movie, Thor was kind of working with them yeah. to help that, save the and universe. That's what, that's what the, 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 the tree stump. <laughs> <laughs> right. Groot and, and the little raccoon. Yeah, yeah right. sure. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to be in it for a little bit. But also Natalie Portman returns. As? As Thor's girlfriend from the first couple movies. Really? She's going to get the power of Thor. Not... Ooh. 
a spoiler because they showed it in the trailer. Mm. Natalie, what is she doing besides Thor movies? I haven't seen her in anything. Uh, she did do Star Wars movies, but not much. I like her. All right, Neil, our next movie, July 22nd. Nope. Nope. <laughs> this is no, what, by, what's the name of the movie? Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, by Jordan Peele, yeah. the writer-director who did Get Out yeah. and Us. Get Out, very freaky. Really like that I, movie. I, 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 I'm not a big horror fan. Right. I don't like the genre, but I watched that because we got a good buzz. I did you it. like that? Yeah, sure. Did you watch Us, his follow-up? I did not. not. Not so good, but still very creepy. And the only thing I could find about this, because he doesn't like letting the plots out of his movies, which thank goodness somebody does that, because don't spoil your whole movie. There's residents in a lonely gulch inland of California who bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. Great. Open-ended. You know, it's going to be some mm-hmm. horror twist in there. And also Glenn from The Walking Dead was in there. Oh, really? Yeah, that actor. Uh, Stephen Yu, mm-hmm. I believe is his name. Remember when Negan bashed his head in on Walking Dead? <laughs> and then we did a video just like that. I remember that? Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. All right, Neil, our next movie. I, I might see. I'm, will you see this? This will be. An, um, see this, this is a HBO type of show, right? You can watch this. Probably, yeah. I mean, if it gets super awesome buzz, buzz. then I'll, I'll consider going All to right. see it in the theater. But other than that, yeah. And I'm not a big, horror, I'm not a big horror fan. Our next movie, Neil, July 29th is Bullet Train. Susan's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Susan. <laughs> I have seen a preview for this, and as soon as I saw yeah. Brad Pitt and Sandra Bullock, I was like, meh, they're just not my favorite. I know, but this, but this is like, but the concept, like it's an ensemble cast, like, you know, funny whodunit yeah. murder mystery in a, in a, in a, in a, um, in a it's, it's a, a Brad Pitt's, uh, a hitman yeah. who's getting pulled in for the one last job right. kind of thing. Yeah, I and mean, you know, it's an ensemble, you know, it's, and it's, it, it all takes place on a train, yeah. apparently, well, who based like on that? a Japanese novel. I, it's Brad Pitt. There's something about him that just doesn't do it for oh, me that. Boy, just get over the Brad Pitt thing. He's, he's great. He's a good actor. <laughs> Why should I? <laughs> Can I have a reason why I should get over it? Because what has he done to you, Scott? He has not entertained me when I've paid to see movies. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'll probably watch this if it's on HBO now. Don't, don't tell anybody. You know, our last movie that we're going to talk about comes out August 19th. It is Beast. That's right. Yes. Beast. Starring, uh, I think, a pretty good actor, yeah. Idris Ilba. Not yet. And the only thing I saw about this was on the poster and a little tagline. He's going to battle a bloodthirsty lion oh, I, I, in a survival thriller. Are you ready, you ready, for, ready for the- for Man the, versus nature. Are you ready for this? I am, yeah. <laughs> a recently widowed husband returns to South Africa where he, where he, where he first met his wife on a long planned trip with his teenage daughters to, ga- to a game reserve managed by an old family friend and wildlife biologist. Soon, however, a rogue lion begins stalking them. Okay, good. That's all I want to know. <laughs> a rogue lion. A rogue one. Not a regular one, but one that's outside the pack. <laughs> okay, so he's protecting he his daughters. In. Is Liam Nielsen in this movie? <laughs> oh, see, see? Right, this screams, uh, uh, let's get Liam Neeson. Oh, he's busy? Idris, what do you think? Sure, I'll Can you protect your daughters? <laughs> yeah, why don't you come down here and make this? I, but I do love these uh, man-humans-versus-nature type movies, like uh, Robert Redford on a boat on the sea. I'll watch that. A lion trying to chew up uh, Idris Elba's kids. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a, rogue, a rogue lion. A rogue one. Neil, you know what? Before I was thinking this would make a great rental or waiting till <laughs> Oh, someone. now you're into it? 
I think I want to go see this now. And I think we should go and provide commentary throughout the entire movie in the theater and see if we can get kicked out. And let's hope there's monkeys. Oh, Oh, that would be great. Uh, Neil, we have one more movie. What's that? The name of this movie is Climate Change, but we're out of time. Just oh, a movie called man. Climate Change. Know, they didn't man. really uh, with Al, Al Gore going to sign much <laughs> thought into that. Is Al Gore making a sequel of Thirty Years Later? Oh my goodness! We'll have to talk about it next week. Then. Well, Neil, you have a very busy uh, Mother's Day weekend yes. coming up, so we're not going to record a podcast next week. But we'll come back bigger, better than In ever before. Weeks, have a happy Mother's Day to all our uh, happy Mother's Day to all, all mothers the out mothers there. out there. You're doing a great job. Thank keep, you. keep it, it up. up. Keep mothering. Keep mothering and protect your kids like Idris Elba from a rogue lion. Exactly. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on Amazon, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.